Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Joy of Gardening by Astabrooks. I'm Tom Astabrook on a perfect, perfect first day of summer. Uh, you know, it doesn't get better than 45, 50 degrees at night and 75 degrees to 80 degrees with low humidity at all for summer. This is how Maine should be all summer. Great sleeping weather, had a great night of sleep. You know, window was open, fan was going, a little chilly when I woke up, but perfect. I mean, made me want to jump out of bed and go do something. So did I? Yeah, I ran to the coffee pot and got a nice cup of coffee and then just kind of sat around and enjoyed the weather. You know, it just was amazing this morning early on. Great, great, great weekend, obviously. You know, yesterday, the Thursday and Friday, I took Thursday and Friday off this week. Ah, time off. The peak of Garden Center craziness is coming to an end. We're still very busy, but now I get to start taking some time and working in my garden. So on Thursday, I planted three trees, four trees actually. I planted three red-tipped Norway spruce, Picea abies rubra spicata, for all you technical folks. Now, these plants I've been kind of wanting to add to my garden, and the nice part about them is they get this wonderful new red growth. Now, if you know a Norway spruce, typically big growers, but the growth is green when it first comes out. These, the growth is red when it first comes out. And then beautiful cones that set on it. And then it gets nice green foliage after that. So, you know, just an amazing plant. I added three of them for a little screening, you know, of some view for me. They're more of a narrow type, you know, um, just absolutely a stunning, stunning plant. You know, and... They're going to really kind of give me a little bit of of, um, break from our neighbors. Uh, And I also added a Japanese maple. Um, Raihusen is a variety that I've kind of been looking at for a few years. It has a beautiful star-shaped foliage, weeping type, um, but a bigger leaf, kind of like a a palmatum type, but has a big star-shaped leaf and a weeping form. Beautiful orange fall color. So, you know, that one's going to kind of really, I'm thinking fall. I'm thinking the fall look, but I'm also thinking structure for winter. So these are all plants I was kind of going for, kind of winter structure. Again, during the winter months, you know, early spring, I kind of was talking about think about those views in the off season. And, And this was part of my thinking Although the red tip Norway spruce has beautiful color in the first thing in the spring, it's structure for winter, it's structure for the birds, it's going to give me screening. So there's a lot of other attributes that I was kind of going for. And with the Japanese maple, great fall color, great structure and shape during the spring and fall and winter. So it's kind of giving me other elements without flowers. All of these really are not flower-based, they're more structure-based for my garden. Okay, and so I'm excited about that. The other thing on Friday, I did a bunch of work around the yard, you know, clean up, weeding, added some more super soil to my uh, vegetable garden. I'm expanding that. So this week we'll get a bunch of other planting done, you know, our second, you know, planting of beans and a whole bunch of other stuff. We'll talk more about that. And then I went and I bought a tractor. And 
I have a distinct feeling that probably my wife had an idea that the phone might ring at some point. I've been talking about buying a tractor. Um, a lot of you know we bought a new house a couple of years ago, and it's got 18 acres, and I've got a lot of space to play in, and it's really fun. But I needed a piece of equipment to do all the things that we wanted to do, and I've been kind of hemming and hawing and, and doing a whole bunch of things. And I've always been a John Deere guy, you know, green through and through. I've got the big mug that's green. You know, my lawn tractor's green. Well, folks, I want to report I went orange. I bought a Kubota. And uh, so now I got to get a new cup. Uh, if my wife's listening, I got to get a new cup for sure. You know, to go with my new tractor. You know, maybe a hat, uh, t-shirt. You know, I guess orange is going to be my new color. Although I'm still got my green. You know, I'm still going to have my lawn tractor. You know, but. I just, I'm excited about this new piece of equipment, and I wanted to give a shout-out to Wallingford Equipment. Great guys up there. They did a really nice job uh, selling me uh, on the on the positives of the Kubota tractor. Now, not to say anything about against John Deere, because I was really interested in their tractor, too. I just, actually, the fit, it fit what I needed to do a little bit better. So, you know, that's exciting. That'll be coming this week, and boy, can I plant trees and build gardens and have fun out there now. So that's kind of my exciting news for this week. If you have a question in your garden, give me a call, 775-1310 or 877-393-8255. If you don't want to be on the air, give Debbie the question. She'll ask it on the air for you. We'll kind of banter back and forth about it, you know, and talk about what you might be having for problems. So I also went over to our rental property and did some maintenance on Thursday and mowed the lawn, did some weed whacking, cleaning up, looking at a few plants, looked at my endless summer hydrangea that I have there. And amazing, I've been putting fertilizer on it, you know, every month, you know, and for the folks who are tuning in that have endless summer, that have really been struggling along. I know a lot of them died back to the ground this winter. It just was awfully tough winter. But mine did also, um, almost all the way to the ground. And so let's go back to, you know, that fertilization with Holly Tone of April, May, June, July. So I put one more application of fertilizer, you know, on a couple weeks ago, and I'm getting ready to do my last one around the 4th of July, mid-July, but I, what I wanted to report was, you know, I pruned it back and there's about 40 flower buds coming on my plant. Because I have been fertilizing, it's probably about two feet tall right now and there's about 40 buds on the terminals. And I took the time to stop and look at the branches and where they were coming from. Most of these folks are coming out of the ground, meaning they're on new wood. So... I get that a lot of people are having problems, but I don't quite understand why we're not getting the budding unless you're not fertilizing enough. And this fertilizer is really kind of pushing that reproductive growth. It's pushing new growth out of the ground. I probably have 60 stems coming out of the ground because I've been fertilizing so much. Now, we've had decent rain, so a lot of that fertilizer is getting used up fairly quickly. But 40 buds already at this point, that's a great testimonial to what it can do. Now, I will tell you, Bloomstruck, the new one, we've had a commercial on the show. I really like this plant. It's smaller. It seems to be budding like crazy in the containers. 
it seems to be budding from the suckers that are coming out of the ground really early on also. I've been impressed with this plant. I'm going to plant some of those at my new house to try some of those. Not to say I won't add some Endless Summer also, but I want to try some of the new ones. I, I haven't put any Twist and Shout in the ground. I haven't put any of the um, the new ones that are coming out. So I'm going to kind of test a few more. Obviously, with having more acreage, there is more wind. There's more exposure. So I've got to pick my spots, you know, accordingly. But... I also wanted to report that at my house, I talked a lot about pruning back rhododendrons and pruning back plants. I pruned back some rhododendrons, and they have about 18 inches of growth on them now. They're pushing out beautifully, absolutely just suckers coming off those old stems. Wonderful. I've been watering extra. I've fertilized twice. Okay, so now we're going into the hot months. I'm going to continue the water but cut back on the fertilizer. I'm not going to fertilize anymore on those plants. I want them to put on moderate growth this year, and then we'll pick it up again next year. But the rhododendrons, all those dormant buds have shown up. And last but not least, amazing, my Nissa sylvatica, the tree I told you I lost, patience, patience, patience have paid off. It's leafing out. It's blowing the doors off. I've got uh, a question that we're going to talk about later in the show. Other folks are having problems similar to that. You know, plant looks green, not leafing out. We're going to talk a little bit more of that. If you have questions, give me a call, 775-1310 or 877-393-8255. There's a lot of plants that are sluggish. We've got a big coosa dogwood in our garden center in Yarmouth that is leafing out, I'd say, 70%. The rest of it's kind of slow. So we're not, you're not alone. We as professionals are having problems. But this Nissel sylvatica, every single branch is leafing out probably 80%. So I lost the newest growth primarily. It's been extremely slow. I mean crazy slow. We're talking mid-June before I had a leaf on this plant. I thought 10 times I was going to chuck this plant. Now I have a tractor, probably I would have done it earlier if I, had, if I had that piece of equipment. So you always have to remember, plants, take your time, you know, and let them rebound the best you can. Now, veggie garden, you know, added more super soil. So for you folks who don't know what super soil is, it's a mixture of compost and loam mixed together, ready to plant, no addition necessary, just spread it and put plants in. So we're probably increasing our garden space by three quarters. So I think our garden was probably 12 by 12 last year. I've planted the 12 by 12 area. Now I'm adding, you know, it's going to be 24 by 24, maybe 30 by 24. I don't know. It keeps kind of spreading out. I added uh, a whole bunch of of super soil yesterday to build kind of a raised bed. Now, when I build my raised beds, I don't put wood to retain them. I just make a nice mound and and put the soil out to the edge. I did a little bit of weed control around the edge, uh, you know, to to knock down the weeds. I, I sprayed them before I put the loam down just to make sure I would I would knock it down. I'll make a nice edge around it, but I don't like to have boards. 
I don't like them to be impeding the way I can get in and out with equipment or whatnot. So it's a nice mound, probably about six to eight inches in the middle. I'll rototill some of the actual soil from the ground in with the super soil. So I get a nice mix so that the roots are going to go down into that other soil. And it's really going to be kind of nice. So we're going to get a real nice late harvest. We we had got a beautiful gift from um, my wife Sue's parents, and you know of a beautiful freezer, you know, and so we're gonna try to s- save a lot of vegetables for this winter. You know, freeze, package. We've got a nice food saver that we got for our wedding that we're gonna start to use a lot more often. So we're trying to kind of get to that point. So I'm gonna be adding cucumbers and summer squash and uh, spaghetti squash and and acorn squash and all kinds of root vegetables that we can use in the winter you know so trying to stockpile a little bit we've got the space we've got the freezer we've got the way to package it we're going to make it happen you know so i'm excited to you know get that garden going and you know really kind of have a little more fun with a little more space as we know not everybody has the space so in that 12 by 12 garden i've got a lot of product you know, and we've already started, you know, harvesting some lettuce. Beet greens are looking really good. That fertilizer I put on a week or two ago is really taking effect with these rains and things are starting to bounce. Tomatoes are growing. Everything's really looking good. If you have a question, give me a call, 775-1310 or 877-393-8255. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more from the Joy of Gardening on News Talk WLOB. Are you an organic gardener? Finally, there's a fast-working and effective all-organic insect control available from Bonide. Bonide's Captain Jack's Dead Bug Brew is the answer to all your garden insect problems. Captain Jack's works two ways, on contact and when the insect feeds. This will ensure that your insect problems are over. Captain Jack's controls all types of insects, including caterpillars, beetles, spider mites, boars, and more. Use it on vegetables, flowers, berries, trees, shrubs, and fruit. Captain Jack's all-organic insect control is available in easy-to-use dust, liquid concentrate, ready-to-use and ready-to-spray containers with built-in spray applicator. Pick up some Bonite Captain Jack's Dead Bug Brew today at your local independent garden centers of Maine. Visit maineigc.com or bonide.com. Arr. You can buy your plants and garden supplies almost anywhere. Wouldn't you rather come to your local garden center? We're the independent garden centers of Maine, working together to ensure you, the customer, gets the best quality advice and service. Visit us at MainIGC.com to see the closest IGC member near you, then stop by your local member garden center, where we'll help you select the best product for Maine's climate and soil. We work together to satisfy you. Visit us at MainIGC.com. Regular old mulch leaving your plants wanting more? Casella Organics Nutri-Mulch is a superior mulch for improving any landscape. Made in Maine from aged native bark and earth-life compost, its dark color and rich texture are ideal for perennials, ornamentals, trees, and shrubs. Earth-Life Nutri-Mulch is nutrient-stabilized with compost, so the bark doesn't compete with plants for nutrients. Visit CaselaOrganics.com or call 800-4-COMPOST for a source near you. Hollywood loves a good fish-out-of-water story. 
However, try placing an unfamiliar plant in a foreign spot and your garden could quickly turn into a horror scene. Native plants require less work, look better, and last longer, which is what makes the American Beauties collection of trees, shrubs, and perennials such a success. You'll find American Beauties ready to star in your garden right now at Estabrooks in Yarmouth, Scarborough, and Kennebunk. To learn more, visit estabrooksonline.com. Estabrooks for the joy of gardening. Welcome back to the Joy of Gardening by Estabrooks. I'm Tom Estabrook, your host. Another beautiful Saturday morning. And we've been talking a little bit about vegetable gardens before the break there, and I just wanted to comment on that new commercial, Dead Bug Brew. You know, uh, Captain Jack's a great, great product for our vegetable gardens and, and many other uh, situations in our, in our, uh, our garden. But I just got a text message from my mother-in-law, Kathy. Okay, Kathy, I know you're listening, and she's got a hydrangea problem. Uh, it's a macrophylla hydrangea. I'm not sure which variety, but there's all kinds of spotting on the leaves, and, you know, there's all kinds of, of, of looks like insect damage to me. It could be fungal, Kathy. I'm not sure, but it looks like you cut back the hydrangea at some point. I know you have overhead irrigation, uh, and I'm sure this is getting some water uh, on the foliage. I think it's fungal by the looks of it. I want you to look on the underside of the leaves, see if we can see any insects or whatnot. But it looks like it's fungal to me, uh, where we're getting some leaf spotting because there's water droplets that are probably sitting on the leaf and we're getting some scorching and then some fungal attacking the plant. So on a macrophylla hydrangea or a blue hydrangea, you know, the big leaf hydrangeas, a lot of times what can happen is when we have overhead irrigation, you get this spotting on the leaves and you get some purpley... growth, you know, that basically turns brown and then drops out. And it looks like insect damage, but I believe in this case it's actually fungal. So what we're going to use is a copper sulfate or a funganil uh, would work by bonide. And, you know, obviously you've cut it back and the new growth looks good. Um, Check to see if there's more damage starting on that new growth. If there is, then let's go ahead, spray down the plant. If we can get the irrigation off of the plant, it would help, uh, or run the irrigation, you know, a little bit later so that there's less water on the plant overnight. Other than that, I think the plant's going to rebound just fine. Maybe a little extra fertilizer just to push some new growth would help. Picking off any of those bad leaves that are really damaged wouldn't hurt either. So Kathy, I hope that helps. Um, you know, with that hydrangea. But we're talking vegetables, you know, and that dead bug brew. You know, great plant, has spinosad in it. Really, really nice organic. This is made from crushed dead bugs. I know it sounds gross, but a nice organic way to kind of treat some of your plants in your yard. Give it a shot. I think it's a really great product, and we've uh, we've seen a, a lot of really good results from it. So uh, take the time to try that one okay so if you have a call give me if you have a question give me a call 775-1310 or 877-393-8255 um we are talking also it's time to think about looking at our spruce you know our pines Spruce budworm is a real problem, and now is the time when you want to be spraying for that. Okay, so the other thing that's out and has been out for about a week or two is sawfly. 
Okay, if you have an evergreen that all of a sudden a lot of the needles look really poorly and, you know, you, you kind of walk up and you've got all these inchworm like, um, you know, caterpillars all over it. And a lot of times they have a nice big black, you know, dots on their head. Those are sawfly. Okay, very ravenous, will just devour an evergreen plant within a few days. We've seen some damage, you know, out there on some of these plants. I believe now is the time to kind of do a little bit of preventative. We can use a product like BT. We also can use a product like, um, you know, Bear Rose and Flower is a good, another good one. The one thing, if you know about spruce budworm, it always shows up later in the summer. Now is the time to preventatively just spray the upper couple feet of your evergreen tree. Okay, your pine, your spruce, fir doesn't get it as much. But if you've had problems with all of a sudden the tip wilting and it just turning brown and dying in the summer, that's spruce budworm. And now is the time to really think about spraying to prevent that for future problems. Now, why do we get spruce budworm? A lot of times it's because of water stress in the summer months. It stresses the tree and then the budworm attacks, okay? So a little extra water, we're having a little bit of a dry stint. And that kind of brings up something that I want to, I always talk about going into summer. First day of summer, this is a great topic to kind of think about. Water, water, water. Now, I've had a lot of people starting to come into the garden center, okay? A lot of people. And this is the statement I hear time and time again. We've had a lot of rain. You know, we've had a lot of rain. The plant should be fine. We've had a lot of rain. Okay, folks, we have had some good rain. It's been moist at times, but now we're starting to dry out. I'm watering my new plants about every other day, okay? I'm actively checking moisture all the time. I'm checking moisture on the damaged plants even more. Okay, I'm doing extra above and beyond. If you have some damage or some other questions, give me a call, 775-1310 or 877-393-8255. One thing I will say is that we do not have enough water, okay? Things are drying out. I dug three holes yesterday for or four holes for some new trees, and a couple of them are in heavier clay. It's still moist. A couple of them were in a little bit sandier soil. It's starting to dry out. So within a 15, 20-foot area, I have a little bit different soil, okay? So not all trees can be treated exactly alike, okay? One's in a little more wet area. One's in a little more dry area. I've got another plant that I planted, a Nishiki willow, earlier this spring. That's in a wet hole, okay? I haven't had to water that extra. This has standing water at times, and it goes away within a day. That plant I've been checking, and I haven't been watering as often, maybe once a week, because it's staying a lot moister. Now, that plant particularly likes a lot of moisture. So, now's the time, first day of summer, key in on, I know you feel like it's been wet, and we've had good moisture, but now's the time to start picking up and watering specifically on new stuff, but also on any damaged things, at least once a week, maybe twice on things that are damaged, you know, to kind of build up that resistance going into summer. Keep things moist. It's going to make a huge, huge difference. So again, first day of summer, you know, everybody wants to go to the beach. 
Everybody wants to go play golf. This is a perfect time to garden, though. Okay? Think about it. Temperatures are cool. It's still great to work out in the yard. It's an amazing time of year for color. You know, June is perennial month. A ton of color in the garden center. It was interesting on the ride in today. I took the time to kind of just look into people's yards. And it's amazing to me there isn't a ton of shrub color right now. There's a few things that are really kind of, we're in that little bit of a lull before the hydrangeas start and all the summer flowering, hibiscus and all of those things come on. We've kind of ended, the roadies are kind of on their way by, you know, and speaking of roadies, now's the time to prune a lot of them, you know. If you've done, you, you really should have done your small leaf roadies by now, but I just pruned a couple of my small leaf roadies and put some extra fertilizer on them on Thursday. So you still have time. It's a little late, but those big leaf roadies are all starting to go by now. Now's the time to get aggressive with them if you need to prune them back by halfway. Again, water in the summer, a little extra fertilizer, make them branch, you know, shear the others, azaleas, any of your deciduous azaleas, except for the viscosum hybrids, the summer flowering azaleas. But if you have the light series or any of the exberries, most of those are starting to go by. You can prune those, thicken them up, have more flower buds for next year. But the, you know, summer is a great time to garden, okay? It is all about water. There's great plant availability. Going into summer is a good time typically to save a little bit. You know, we've got our sale still going on. Hint, hint, going to be ending soon. Now, we have not put an end date to this sale, but hint, hint, going to be ending soon, okay? So, you know, don't hesitate and wait. You know, uh, things are kind of happening quick in the garden center. A lot of material selling, which is wonderful, but the perennials are just exploding in the garden center. A lot of color, a lot of big buds on plants. They're just, we haven't had that big heat yet to push a lot of things open, which is great. You know, a lot of the Shasta daisies, for instance, you know, all your leucanthemums are just sitting there with tight buds. The peonies look amazing this year. We haven't had any big rains. You know, we've been getting a bunch of different pictures on our mobile app of, of things that people think are amazing in their yard. I love pictures from your yard. So if you have the mobile app, you can take pictures and just send it off. Send off a picture of a plant you're really proud of in your yard. If you have a question, give me a call, 775-1310 or 877-393-8255. The other thing about the first day of summer is the Falmouth Garden Tour is going on today, okay? From 10 to 4, Tickets can be bought at the library today. Uh, They're $25 a ticket. There's eight gardens. Absolutely phenomenal garden tour, okay? I would recommend if you want to take a nice stroll, hit eight different gardens, get a lot of different ideas, take notes of the different plants that are in there, pop by the garden center, you know? If you have questions, give them a call, 781-2351. On all the directions, where to go to the library, all of that stuff. Again, 781-2351. Going to be a beautiful day to walk in gardens, you know. And then after the garden tour, hit your local garden center. You know, just go look. Maybe some of the things you don't know what they are in the garden, you'll see in the garden center, okay? So great way to kind of get your creative juices flowing. And maybe it's not just plants, Maybe it's patio furniture or fire pits or patios 
or other garden elements that you're like, wow, I could really do that. You know, I could do that in my yard. So again, Falmouth Garden Tour today, 10 to 4, 781. 2351. Give them a call. Stop at the library. Pick up your tickets. $25. I'm sure I'll mention it again before the end of the show, but I think that would be a really nice, you know, to get out and enjoy, you know, this beautiful weekend. And of course, you know, stopping in a garden center wouldn't be a bad idea either. But, um, you know, if you have a question, give me a call. 775-1310 or 877-393-8255. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more from the Joy of Gardening on News Talk WLOB. At Costa Maine Organic Products, we've known for a long time that plants love lobster just as much as people do. It's one of the reasons we started composting marine residuals back in 1996. And although we've had great success in getting gardeners and their plants hooked on lobster throughout New England, the Mid-Atlantic, and Midwest, the heart and soul of what we do is here in Maine. Plants love lobster because the calcium and chitin in the lobster shells break down in the composting process and become plant-ready food that help to make your plants strong and healthy. And of course, the plants don't use any butter, so they're even healthier. So support your local retailer and Maine's lobster industry by using Coast of Maine's Quaddy Lobster Compost in your garden. Coast of Maine, a lobster compost company. Approved for organic growers by the Maine Organic Farmers and Gardeners Association. Visit us at www.coastofmaine.com. They say good things come to those who wait. If cold early season temperatures have delayed your spring gardening, Estabrooks has some good news. All trees, shrubs, perennials, roses, and ground covers are now 20% off at Estabrooks in Yarmouth, Scarborough, and Kennebunk. The wait is over. It's time to plant the garden you've always wanted at a fraction of the price. To learn more, visit Estabrooks in Yarmouth, Scarborough, Kennebunk, or on the web at estabrooksonline.com. Estabrooks for the joy of gardening. In a constantly changing world, shouldn't your garden be evolving with it? Endless summer hydrangeas have caused a revolution in the garden, boasting big, beautiful flowers on old and new growth. These aren't your grandmother's hydrangeas. The revolution continues with Bloomstruck, the newest addition to the endless summer collection. Bloomstruck offers striking red-purple stems, dark green leaves, and a bevy of blooms. Find yours now at Estabrooks in Yarmouth, Scarborough, and Kennebunk. To learn more, visit estabrooksonline.com. Estabrooks for the joy of gardening. You may not know it, but most lawn fertilizers actually spread chemicals and pesticides across your entire lawn. Until now, that's been the history of lawn care products. It's also why Espoma has developed an affordable, all-natural lawn program that is safe for kids and pets. The program consists of four organic fertilizers that are specifically formulated to keep your lawn green. Each product lasts two and a half times longer than traditional chemical products, and they won't burn your lawn or leach away. You already know Espoma as a name you can trust. They've been making organic plant foods like Holly Tone and Plant Tone for over 84 years. Imagine a great-looking lawn that you're not afraid to walk barefoot on. It's a whole new day in lawn care. Look for Espoma organic lawn food products wherever quality lawn and garden products are sold. And visit Espoma.com slash videos to learn more about organic lawn care. Espoma, a natural in the garden since 1929.
Welcome back to the Joy of Gardening by Estabrook. I'm Tom Estabrook on an amazing Saturday morning. Uh, you know, just the weather all week looks great. They're saying maybe some thunderstorms Wednesday, but low humidity, 70 to 75, cool temperatures at night. Ah, you know, great sleeping weather, great working weather, you know, great to get out and enjoy the yard. It's summer now, you know, let's just call it what it is. It's cookouts, it's cocktails, it's get out and have fun. Not to be Debbie Downer here, but yeah, Debbie, Debbie Downer. You know, let's face it, okay, the days are getting shorter. Soak it in, folks, because Mother Nature is going the other way now. We've, we're have we over the hump. It's time to get out and enjoy it all, okay? The rest of the summer, your gardens, your friends, your family, start making some plans, okay? Because it's going to go by quick. I can't believe how quickly the spring has gone already, okay? And... With that, you know, I feel like a broken record because I've been talking about damaged plants and damaged plants, but I keep getting emails, I keep getting calls, you know, and this is one of the things that I have Bruce from Mount Kisco, New York, okay, he sent a, a, a message into our into our website at estabrooksonline.com backslash radio. He listens to the podcast every week. He is in a zone six situation, okay? And he planted two bald and burlap seven-foot red buds early in the spring in separate locations along the wood line in his yard. And the stems are all nice and green, you know, so when you scrape that bark, you know, there's nice, good green, you know, looks like they should be growing well, but there's no leaves on them as late as June 20th, okay? So what was that, yesterday? June 20th, okay? Can you give me some advice? Yes. Okay, so we'll go back to my Nissa Slovatica story, okay? Now, obviously, my family owns a garden center, okay? I plant plants, and I have the luxury of giving them time, okay? I'm not getting a guarantee. It's out of our own pocket. But what I will say is, in this situation, you should first off be in contact with your garden center. Wherever you bought them, you should be calling them, starting to discuss things, talking to them about, okay, I don't think these plants are doing well. What can I do? you know, to, to maybe get them to bounce a little bit and at least putting them on notice. If there is a guarantee on these plants that, Hey, I'm willing to work with you, but there might be a problem here. So that's the first bit of advice. I love it when customers call me and put me on notice that there's a problem. Okay. Call us, talk to us about what's going on. We can give you some advice, try to work through it together. And then if the plant fails, no problem. We'll stand behind it every time. Not an issue. Okay? So, you know, having that discussion with your garden center where you bought it, you know, certainly I hope you bought it from an independent garden center because then you can have that conversation. Now, these plants are obviously green underneath. They're going on. So I have a few questions for you, Bruce. Number one, how often are you watering? Okay? Number two, what's the soil like? So let me run some scenario. You've planted in the woodland, okay? There's probably some root competition situation there. Woodland to me usually means a little farther away from the house, 
a little tougher to get the hose to it. Maybe you've made the statement, well, we've had a lot of rain, okay? Now, here's the thing, okay? When you plant in the canopy, that's like a big umbrella underneath the plant, okay? Or over the plant, I should say. So all those big trees, all that rain we get, basically it sheds it to the outside of those big trees. Now, if you think about it, big understory growth, all the root feeder roots are out as far as the canopy. So that's why a tree will shed its water outside, not interior. So we need to be more cautious about water. Root competition, obviously, is another concern of mine, planting in the woodland. So pick up the water a little bit. The other thing is, you know, we're we're in June now. Now it's make or break time. I would hit it with a liquid fertilizer. Now I don't usually recommend this, but it's nice and green. It hasn't broke dormancy. And I'm concerned at this point. It's make it or break it time. So if I push the plant to death, I'm okay with that at this point. We've given it all spring to rebound. We've done everything we can. It's a new plant. It should be leafing out by now. Now, what I will say is certain plants we had problems with this year. And we had some overwintering. Like, for instance, at our nursery. Okay? We had some plants. We overwintered. Coosa dogwood specifically that we had problems with. We sold them early. The plants did not leaf out well. We've replaced them. If you have a plant in your yard that are like that, that you bought from us this spring, let us know now. Because we we can only do so much. Early on, they don't have a lot of leaves on them. They look good. The structure looks great. They're nice and green to the to the tips. But sometimes root damage doesn't show its head until May and June. Okay, so we've also had some lilacs that came back from suppliers, you know, that they had root damage that we bought in this spring. So, but it's sporadic. It's not every plant. We can't call up every person and say, hey, are you having a problem with this one plant? Are you not? So those are some of the things I would recommend you do. Okay, Liquid fertilizer, a miracle grow, something like that. You know, Peters, um, you know, just some blue goo, like I like to call it. Hit it once or twice, see if it's going to pop. But maybe have that conversation with your garden center first, you know. Um, after that, if we don't see a lot of buds pop within a week or 10 days, I'd say we need to call it. You know, we're talking 4th of July now. The plant really is in major stress at this point. It really should have some good growth on it at this point. Okay. So, Bruce, I hope this helps, and I hope you submit another question if I didn't get all the details you need. Again, you can submit your questions at estabrooksonline.com backslash radio. Give me a call, 775-1310 or 877-393-8255. I know the damage thing, I've been beating it like a dead horse. I mean, it's just been awful. And here are some of the other plants I've seen some major problems on. Coosa dogwoods. We've seen some pretty good dieback on those. I've got one, like I said, at the garden center. It's maybe 75% happy, might be even more like 60%. But we've seen this on this plant before. And it takes about a year or two to rebound, and then it looks beautiful again. So we're, you know, this is a 15 to 18 foot wide tree, probably 15 to 18 feet tall. Just had some root damage. It's rebounding. It's putting on some new growth, but there's some dead tips in there and, and not as happy as it normally is. 
Ornamental grasses, another thing that really has kind of struggled. Um, I fertilized my ornamental grasses about 10 days ago. They've made major rebounds after that. Okay, so a little extra fertilizer, though what I will say is they still have some kind of dead patches in them. So ornamental grasses took it pretty hard. Again, my Nissa sylvatica, I've replaced a few for customers, you know, that, that really struggled. Um, Leliodendron or tulip tree. Leliodendron tuliparifera. We planted one in the town of Yarmouth a couple years ago, and it was looking amazing. The whole top's dead out of it. Okay, and that's just weather-related, folks. That's the cold temperatures. It's marginal for our area. We don't sell them unless people want us to order them because they're kind of, they can be an elevator plant. You know, they grow up, and then they die back, and then they grow up, and then they die back. Okay? Another elevator plant is butterfly bush. We, we lost a lot of butterfly bush this year. Okay? Bloomis spirea, same thing. These are some more tender plants. We do well with them for a number of years, and then we might have a bad winter. Um, Itea, Itea, okay. Um, another one that has died back, but pushes right up from the ground. Okay. Obviously our rhododendrons and azaleas took it pretty hard. You know, those are all rebounding now. Many perennials, you know, we've, we've, I didn't think perennials were going to have as much of a problem as they have, but we've seen a lot of frost heaving and a lot of people having, you know, that sporadic thing. Now, classic example in my yard. I have three perennial hibiscus. Two of them are up about 18 inches. The third one, I've got all kinds of crowns coming out of the ground, but it's stunted. Okay, that stunting tells me it's the one that's closest to the edge of the garden. It's the one that's most exposed. That tells me that plant has some root damage. There's no doubt about it. The other two are up. They're looking good. That plant is damaged somehow. I'm not sure if it's root damage. I'm not sure if something ate off the the buds early on, but, you know, the weeds got a little ahead of me, you know, but I'm pulling it back into shape now. But that plant, I was really surprised, you know, because the other two were up nicely. The weeds kind of got maybe about the same size as the plants around it. I was a little lackadaisical in that area, but I cleaned it all out. The other one's popping up from the ground and looking really good. And then, of course, endless summer, like we've talked about, your blue hydrangeas, a lot of dieback on those, you know, a lot of rebounding and people kind of not happy with the way they look. But, you know, at this point, you can prune off everything, you know, and and the macrophyll hydrangeas, we, we're going to go through times like that. There's nothing, nothing we can do about that. It's just a part of Mother Nature, you know. So there are a lot of things that are out there. You're not alone. I'm having them in my yard. We're having them in, in the garden center. It's a environmental problem, okay? So if you have a problem, you can always give me a call or send those messages to the website, 775-1310. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more from the Joy of Gardening on News Talk WLOB. You know those design shows where a gardening expert shows up and overhauls the landscape of some unsuspecting homeowner? You're probably not going to be on one of those shows. Planting a landscape is hard work, and it's not for everyone. Make it easier with the planting service from Estabrooks. For as little as $45 a plant, Estabrooks will get your plants into the ground and off to a great start, giving you time to relax and enjoy the season. 
To learn more, visit estabrooksonline.com. Estabrooks for the joy of gardening. Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's a tomato? If you want a superhero in your vegetable garden, look no further than the mighty Mado grafted tomatoes. These super strong plants are more disease resistant, more tolerant of extreme temperatures, and produce higher yields than any other tomatoes. Growing your best tomatoes ever? This sounds like a job for Mighty Mado. Find them now at Estabrooks in Yarmouth, Scarborough, or Kennebunk. To learn more, visit estabrooksonline.com. Estabrooks for the joy of gardening. Regular old mulch leaving your plants wanting more? Casella Organics Nutri-Mulch is a superior mulch for improving any landscape. Made in Maine from aged native bark and earth life compost, its dark color and rich texture are ideal for perennials, ornamentals, trees, and shrubs. Earth Life Nutri-Mulch is nutrient-stabilized with compost, so the bark doesn't compete with plants for nutrients. Visit CaselaOrganics.com or call 800-4-COMPOST for a source near you. You know, if I could just find one product that would control my insect problems on my house plants, around the outside of my house, on my lawn, in my flower beds, and my vegetable garden. Hmm. Ma'am, Bonide has the answer. What? Bonide's 8 insect control is effective against more than 100 insects that destroy trees, shrubs, lawns, flowers, vegetables, and fruit. Use 8 to eliminate ticks, fleas, ants, and other home-invading pests. It can even be used indoors on houseplants. Wow. 8 kills on contact and repels insects for up to 30 days. 8 is available in dust concentrate and in convenient ready to use and ready to spray formulations with built-in hose and sprayer really find bonide eight insect control at your local independent garden centers of maine visit maineigc.com or bonide.com thank you ma'am for your time thank you whether it's pest management, improving your soil, treating diseases, or simply staying ahead of the weeds, gardening can often feel like a lot of work. Finding great local advice that's timely and helpful doesn't have to be. Sign up for the Estabrooks Garden newsletter, and you'll receive gardening tips, in-depth articles, and great deals every week right in your email inbox. It's the perfect way to stay ahead in the garden and save big on your next visit. To learn more and sign up, visit estabrooksonline.com. Estabrooks, for the joy of gardening. Welcome back to the Joy of Gardening by Estabrooks. I'm Tom Estabrook. On the first day of summer, perfect weather. You know, the days are getting shorter. I know I'm Debbie Downer again. Yep. Yeah, gonna gonna be that way, aren't I? But plenty of day length for many, many more months. But hump day has arrived. And uh, let's talk Falmouth Garden Tour, though. Perfect day. You know, 10 to 4. Tickets are $25. You can buy them right at the library. You can give them a call, 781-2351. Great, great, perfect day to get ideas and then visit the garden centers. You know, any independent garden center, just pop in, look at different options. It will spur your mind of what you can do in the yard. Maybe grill placement. You know, let's face it, it's time for cookouts, folks. It's summer. You know, little mojitos, you know, around the fire pits, you know, whatever your choice is. But get out and start using the garden, your patios, your decks, invite friends over. 
that's what summer's all about. You know, it's just a great, great time. My wife loves to entertain, and I know she's listening right now. She's in New York, and hello, my lovely wife. I love you, and uh, I do miss you, uh, you know, but I got a new tractor, okay? I got a new toy to play with. Uh, I'm excited. She knew it was trouble when I called from the tractor store yesterday, you know, and uh, I called, and, and her response was, uh, hello. I'm like, well, I'm at the tractor store. She's like, okay, all right. You've been you've been doing a bunch of research. You've you've crossed your eyes and dotted your t's. Just go for it. So I'm excited. That's coming this week. Now I can do all those wonderful things and do some of those things that she's wanted to kind of you know get added to the garden, like blueberries. She's wanted a bunch of blueberries, but you know. If you know me, I don't do a lot of things in small ways. I I tend to either go all in or I don't do it, you know. So I want to put this nice hedge of blueberries. She's been kind of bugging me for a while. Um, Not bugging me, but, you know, I've been promising it and haven't done it. So, okay, I'm making the call. I'm going to do it. I have the tractor to dig the 40 holes, you know, and... uh, you know, starting to plan some of these things. I've add a few more apple trees and and do a few other things. I've got big plans, honey. I've got big plans now that I've got this tractor. So exciting stuff. Um, you know, but on top of that, let's talk about another problem that's coming up. And I've got a question here. And you can submit your questions to astrobrooksonline.com backslash radio. Every year I have problems in my yard with grubs. Okay, this customer always has problems with grubs. I've used Milky Spore before and it knocks them down for about a year or so. Okay, why is it that on the bag it tells me that I don't have to reapply this, though I constantly keep having problems with Japanese beetles and grubs in my yard? Thoughts? Okay, so here's the thing about Japanese beetles and also Milky Spore. We are at the end of the world here in Maine, okay? Now, milky spore is really meant for more southern locations, okay? There's a claim on the bag that there's a guarantee. Now, how do you prove that guarantee? That's what I want to know. How do you prove that it's not in your soil? How do you prove that it's not doing the job? I I don't know of a way. I mean, I could sell you a product with a guarantee, but I... I have no way of proving it. You have no way of proving it to me that it's not there and it's not working. It's environmental. We just don't know. So to be perfectly honest, I don't see where you can really put a guarantee on that product. Okay. Now, do am I a big fan of Milky Sport? Absolutely. Okay. And I've talked about it on the show a number of times. And now, folks, is the time to put Milky Sport down. Okay. We had, you know, our lovely friends from Bonite on the show you know, Art Crockett, and he was talking about Grub Beater and Flea Ant and Tick Control. Great products also. Obviously not organic, you know, and there's a place for those. But if you want to go more an alternative route and use the Milky Spore for your Japanese beetles because they are the major grub problem you have, the statement Art made, you know, it, you know, when they fly, it's time to apply is perfect. It is the perfect thing for Milky Spore also. Now, what I'll say about Milky Spore is do it earlier even because it has to replicate in the soil. 
and we're really getting the grubs and the eggs in the fall. We're not getting the adults. And that's the thing I think we've learned is people think, oh, I'm killing the adult and the grub and all that. We're killing the egg and the grub going down in the fall. That's what we're killing. Now, there are many other white grubs that come up in the spring, and we need to use some of these products to take care of them. Milky Spore won't do that. This is specifically to Japanese beetles. It will work really well on them, but what you have to do is apply every other year, okay, because we need to break the cycle. So what you've been having is you apply one year, the next year it's not so bad. Then you don't apply again, and it ramps back up. And that's because they're laying eggs and you're not getting them in the fall. So if we do it every other year or every year, depending on your budget, you will knock a large amount of infestation out of your yard. Now, also, if your neighbor doesn't do it, and their neighbor, and their neighbor, they fly, folks. But what you're doing is it's insurance to get them in your lawn, get those eggs and all of that, okay? So that's just a tip. Get down your product when it's time. When they fly, it's time to apply all of the grub products, okay? A beautiful day out there, okay? Again, garden tour, Falmouth Garden Tour, 10 to 4 today, all right? $25 tickets. Get out there and enjoy, if not your garden, Get out and enjoy this garden tour because I think it's going to be an amazing day. Beautiful weather out there. If you have a question, give me a call next week, okay? And get out there. Enjoy your garden. I'm going to enjoy my tractor, okay? Have a great weekend.